It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. There's going to be a lot of passing. The track looks absolutely superb. Just lining up on the grid. Tension is in the air. And just as I'm saying that, the number 28 truck is completely sideways. It's almost 45 degrees through Graham Hill Men there. And Morgan in the red golf there has uh, just got it crossed up. It's still tied one by the European champion, Blackie Waveman Jr., who heads the pack. He's forced right onto the grass. Oh, the grass incredible. And then four right behind the breaking line. It's going to be down to the line. Jet has got him. Jet has got Burley on the line. Unbelievable! This is Race Day Live on Downforce Radio, brought to you by StopwatchHospitality.com. Hi, I'm Matt Neal. You're listening to Downforce Radio. Downforce Radio. This is Race Day Live. First race of the day from Snetterton. It is the Avon Tires Caterham Road Sport Championship. Jake Sanson here in the pits at Snetterton, bringing you all of the action on this fantastic BRSCC Caterham season opener. It is the first of four championships out on the circuit today, and there is great motor racing guaranteed from this championship right from the off. So pole position from this race after a very close encounter today in the Road Sport Championship. It goes to David Weber, the man from Farnham, who starts in pole position after winning yesterday race thanks to a technicality that unfortunately took the wigs out of the running Ollie and Benjamin now unfortunately having to start from the back of the grid so it's David Weber from Paul Aram on the front row Steve McCulley and Anthony Barnes on row 2 Joe Draper and Robert Ryder on row 3 from Peter Reimer and Graham Williams in the 17 uh, Donald Henshaw and Ian Thompson are on row 5 ahead of David Morris and Barry Moore then it is Damian Milkins and Alan Mitchell Andrew Ebden and Paul Wells Oliver Wilkinson and Simon Baker Phil Jerome and David Badger, Duncan Higgins and Andrew Johnson, Matthew Reeve, Ollie Wig and Benjamin Wig. It is going to be a very close encounter for this first 20 minute race of the day. It is of course the second of the weekend for the Road Sports second race uh, of the weekend. It has been fantastic all through the day. Uh, yesterday we managed to bring you a little bit of an update as to what has been going on so far in the weekend here at uh, Snetterton. Unfortunately we weren't able to bring you all of the action yesterday. We were too busy over at Alton Park for the Mighty Minis, the Formula Ford 1600s, the Toyota Tires Porsche Championship and the BRSCC XR Challenge which you can go back and listen to on Race Day Live on our Downforce Radio website, downforce-radio.co.uk forward slash Race Day Live. So We've got plenty of motor racing here today, though, and here at Snetterton, where there are dark skies overhead. It is uh, grey, thick, billowing clouds at the moment, uh, but there is sunshine trying to break through it, and there is a gentle breeze, so hopefully that will get swept away fairly rapidly over the course of the day. We're in the pits itself uh, here at Snetterton, so that when we're on the pit wall, you can get a real flavour of the action. We want you to be as close as it is physically possible to be for this race day meeting, and so we have 
have access to the pit wall. On the start, you'll get the flavour and the feel of the noise as they fly away from the grid, and it is going to be epic all day long. Plus, after each race, we'll be able to bring you podium interviews as they happen, because we will be right next to the podium here. So... A little bit of a windy day, as you can probably hear as well, but uh, that gives us uh, something to talk about as well, because uh, these caterums, they are obviously fast speed, and uh, there's a lot of uh, slipstreaming down the straights here, so wind is actually going to play a factor in a lot of the race as well. Our good friend and uh, fellow commentator on Downforce Radio, Scott Woodwiss, is bringing the action on the microphone on the PA here at Snetterton, alongside Matt Suckling. So uh, they are talking the spectators around the circuit through the action, but uh, you at home, of course, are able to listen in via Downforce Radio. You can listen back at any time during the course of the weekend as well. So if you miss anything today, uh, do not feel that you've missed out. You can still listen back to everything on iTunes and YouTube. So uh, we've got uh, plenty of race action all day long, of course, as well, from the Fiesta Seniors and the Fiesta Juniors, as well as the TK Couplings Production GTIs Mark II and Mark V Championships. We managed to get ourselves up to the top of the commentary standing here, just outside the commentary box, to look at Weber and Aram on the front row of the grid. Keep your messages and tweets coming into us through the course of the day, by the way, as well, because we're more than happy to take tweets. Good luck messages and uh, well wishes from all of the fans over the course of the meeting. But the caterums, as we said, out on circuit, the road sport on pole position, and it is David Weber who starts from the front of the grid with Aram alongside. And then we have the 97 of McCulley in third position. The 4 of Anthony Barnes is in P4. And then we have 87 and 11, Joe Draper and Robert Ryder. One minute to the green flag, rolling lap. Cars are out on the grid. Another full grid of caterums on a very cold and chilly morning here at Snetterton. The sunshine is trying to peep through, but it hasn't quite achieved it yet. So uh, it's going to be a bit of a tricky start to the day's racing. But uh, for the Road Sport Championship, of course, this is the second and final race of the weekend. So it's uh, an early start to their end of their weekend, as it were. But away they go on the green flag lap. And of course, as we said before, it is going to be a very close encounter, this one, as they get the first race of the day underway. Dry circuit. It doesn't look as though much moisture has gone down on the circuit overnight, so uh, it is going to be a close one throughout today, and I can see uh, a huge amount of interest from the uh, Caterham Brigade here for this first race. They're eager to get things underway. So, uh, as we said, from pole position, David Weber, the man from Farnham in the number 10, he's going to want to get a very strong start early on from uh, Aram in second position. Uh, the number 77, the man from Dolbeatty in the Gorse Bank Glamping, Caterham number 77. Uh, then we have Steve McCulley in the Mission Motorsport, Leos Bike Car in third. The man from Leon the Solent alongside uh, the man from Peterborough, number four, Anthony Barnes. So those four drivers filling up the places on the first four. Joe Draper, the man from Winchester in fifth position, alongside the 11 of Robert Ryder, the man from Pickering in the HR Multisport Car. So they just make their way round on the 300 circuit layout. This new feature in the last four or five seasons, this has become a real fixture of the Snetterton circuit. The new layout has definitely improved club racing and it's made the touring cars uh, much more entertaining to watch as well when they visit the circuit. It is a wonderful uh, race circuit to come and play on. And of course, it's a very poignant meeting in the uh, Caterham Championship. It is the first weekend in the BRCC Caterham Motorsport calendar without the Lake 
great Pete Fortune, who sadly lost his life in uh, a testing session earlier in the year uh, due to tragic circumstances. So uh, we are obviously uh, very much uh, uh, missing Pete Fortune. We wish him and his family all the very best for the future. And uh, we know that uh, Pete loved the Snetterton circuit. In fact, he is quoted as saying, I own this track. So uh, there was a fantastic parade yesterday. Uh, in honour of Pete Fortune with all the caterers out on the circuit doing a uh, uh, rolling lap of the circuit with horns blazing and engines revving exactly what Pete would have wanted so uh, Godspeed Pete and uh, God bless to you so down the back straight they go on this uh, first rolling lap of the day here at Snetterton and a fantastic start to the day it is likely to be with the road sports being one of the most competitive championships in British motorsport let alone the caterum package so it is uh, an absolutely fantastic uh, uh, day's motor racing ahead and what a better way to start it with Weber on the front row of the grid alongside Paul Aram. That'll be a great run down to the first corner but Benjamin and Ollie Wig after technical difficulties yesterday were unfortunately uh, excluded on a technical infringement so they will have to start this race from the back of the grid along with the number two of Matthew Reeve from Hitchin who uh, didn't finish yesterday's race so those three drivers fighting their way through from the back is going to be a surefire winning story from this uh, first race of the day here at Snetterton and I can see this one being almost Hollywood in terms of its story writing so out of the final turn they come then getting themselves ready for the start of this uh, first race of the day and uh, with such a strong contingent of cars out on the grid it is going to be very close this run to the first corner Here's your leader then, just getting out of uh, Corum now and onto the centre straight once again to line up on the starting grid. And they are uh, really looking good for the race here. They've tried to get as much heat into the tyres as they possibly can. I won't blame them too much if that has become a tall order because it's not going to be easy to get any heat into the tyres at all at this stage. They've just got to do the very best they can. 20 minutes around the Snetterton circuit. It's Weber and Aram, McCulley and Barnes with... Uh, the 87 in fifth position on the starting grid alongside the 11. So those two there, Draper and Ryder, tucking in behind on row four. It is Reimer and Graham Williams. And then on row five, it is the 19 of Donald Henschel alongside the 27 of Ian Thompson. The last few drivers, Reeve and the Wigs, getting themselves into position at the back of the grid as we get ourselves ready for what promises to be an exciting race to start the day with, especially with Reeve and the Wigs out at the back of the field. So, Weber... Aaron, McCulley and Barnes on the front two rows of the grid. The five second board goes up and we are about to get the day's racing at Snetterton here underway in fantastic fashion. The lights come on. Wait for it chaps. You're about to go rocking and rolling down to the first corner. Away we go and it's a great start by Weber. Barnes gets a flyer of a getaway as well. And it looks as though we're going to be three or four wide because the 97 trying to cut his teeth in there as well as they get down to the first corner. Very tight run to turn one indeed, but it looks as though from here they've all just about got away cleanly into the first corner. So a great start from Barnes there in the number four who managed to jump up to third position on the way down. But it's going to be very, very tight indeed as they kick off the start of this race. So once they go again, it's going to be really interesting to see who's going to get the upper hand here because from pole position Weber had the initial jump but uh, I'm not so sure he's going to be able to hold on to it for long because it is a very close battle and he's got a pack of dogs swarming all over the back of him in this first lap 
Down onto the 300 circuit they go and still a nice uh, spread of drivers battling for position. It always gets very tight in this first lap with the Caterhams. There's always a huge amount of great race action. There's actually a huge amount of dust that's uh, come off the... Uh, just looking down the start-finish straight, there is dust uh, up in the air at turn... Well, it's come across from the 300 circuit, so it looks as though somebody has uh, gone off on uh, turn 3 or 4 there on the uh, inside section. I can't see from my vantage point. We've come onto the pit wall, uh, so... Uh, we're going to have to wait until they come out of the bomb hole and round towards uh, Corum once again to uh, get a view of the drivers. But obviously off the start, it was very, very close uh, run to the first corner. And I'm not sure all of them would have made it through sensibly. Weber from pole position, of course, with Aram. But uh, McCulley got a great start in the 97. Looking like he could have got through into the lead on the way to the first corner. So... They are about to come back into our view here on the pit wall. They've already gone down towards the bomb hole under the bridge and round the bomb hole. They've gone into the right-hander. And as they come back into view, it is very close indeed with three cars out in front of the rest of the field, but not by much. There's another train of three just in behind. So as they come through at the end of this first lap, it is going to be very tight indeed. But it looks as though the pole sitter, Weber, is already down to third position. That doesn't mean he's out of the race by any stretch of the imagination. This just means he's race just got interesting so here they come the leader is the 77 that is Aram so Aram is your leader from McCulley in second place third place is Weber as the Caterhams flash past in position fantastic battles all the way down the field as you can hear there are battles all the way to the back of the field then at the end of this first lap and it is Aram who leads from McCulley Reeve is on his own there in the number two at the back of the field I think he must have had a, a little off on the way through the first lap it might well have been him who threw up the dust but uh, absolutely fantastic start to the race proceedings then for the 77 of Aram he leads McCulley second and pole sitter Weber is there in third position so David Weber trying everything he can to get back into position as quickly as possible not going to be so easy but he's going to have to work very hard to make it happen and uh, it is still Aram leading McCulley Weber Ryder was fourth from Wigan Barnes uh, then it was Milkins in the 66 in front of Henshaw uh, the 17 next that is Williams I believe uh, then it is the 33 of Moore who's uh, running in the 10th position marker at the moment. So the 27, Ian Thompson in 11th place at this moment in time from Ebden. Uh, the 47 of Morris is next, the man from Southampton. Then it is the 30 of, I'm guessing that's Benjamin Wig. Yes, it is. So Benjamin Wig having moved himself up to 14th place. Oliver Wig having moved himself up to 5th position. So that boy is really charging hard on the first lap. An absolutely cracking start. Considering he started back in, I think he would have been starting about 22nd on the grid in that uh, first start. So absolutely spectacular. Uh, there's only one car that's not come around, I've noticed. That is the 5. So it looks as though Peter Ryan who was up in the top 10 at the start uh, he has not come around again so that is a big shame uh, he is the race's first retirement then out in front and it looks as though it's Weber who leads this one so already there's been some great overtakes and uh, into the lead has come the 10 of Weber uh, McCulley still there in second position I believe so Aaron down to third once more with Wig I think that is now up into fourth place but here they come so back into the lead has come the 10 of David Weber and he leads it quite nicely McCulley is next up in the 97. Aram in the 77 follows in behind. 
Flagging racing down the straight and this is where the slipstreaming really comes into play. Sensational battles all the way down the field. And that gives you a sensation of the noise and the atmosphere down here on the pit wall. Fantastic stuff. But out in front, it is Weber who leads it. McCulley in second position. But uh, Weber, for some reason, has not come through on the TSL timing. I'm not quite sure. His transponder is obviously a little bit intermittent, perhaps, as uh, he comes through. It's uh, not uncommon for transponders to be a little bit temperamental in the early part of the day. But uh, Weber is your leader. McCulley's second. Then it's Aram. Uh, Wieg is up to fourth position, as we expected. Barnes is now in fifth place from Ryder. Milkins is the fastest man, though, on a 216.8 at the end of the second lap. So uh, some great racing uh, starting already here in the uh, Caterham Road Sport race and uh, it looks as though Weber, having just taken the lead back again he's going to have his work cut out for him because McCulley and Aram are really going to be fighting all the way through this one if anything we've just got uh, even more racing starting in uh, fantastic style so it's going to be very close and very tight indeed throughout and that's exactly how we like it, Caterham Racing in its absolute excellence form so they're on the uh, 300 layout circuit on the infield at the moment as they continue to jostle for position. Looks like a couple of drivers making an overtaking move there as we've come back up to the uh, top vantage point up towards Nelson. And it looks as though we've got some uh, great battling already in the mid-pack, which is good to see. Some great overtake moves in the uh, early part of the top six. So... Uh, We've got to see how that's going to uh, play out for the leaders, but certainly the top three very much in their own form. Weber, McCulley and Aram, but Wig is going to want to try and break the toe of these uh, fourth, fifth and sixth place cars and try and close up. In fact, he's already started to do that. They come out through the bomb hole and out towards Corum once again and onto the centre straight and it's these four once again battling for the lead. Weber out in front. McCulley is there in second place in the 97. Then it is Aram and Wig is closing in on all three of them. Barnes and Ryder next, then it's Milkins. And we look back down the stretch, and it is the 33. Battling it out very nicely, trying to keep in front. Moore is there in front of Henshaw and Williams, so he's moved up to eighth position on the last lap. Then comes your 56, that is Wells. So Wells is uh, he's tucked up behind uh, Thompson, Ebden, Morris, Draper. Uh, Wilkins is there in 16th place. Wells up to 17th place ahead of... Uh, I think that must be uh, the 73 of Alan Mitchell. Yes, indeed. Uh, Baker. Then the 38 of... Uh, well, that has got to be the uh, 38 of uh, Phil Jerome, the man from Radlett. They make their way, the leaders, onto the uh, 300 section once again. And it looks as though we've got a challenge for the lead. I think McCulley is really starting to get some pressure onto Weber. He's having a look on the back straight. Wig is getting closer too to Aram. And it looks to me as though also Ryder is getting a little bit close to the back of Barnes. So we've got uh, several battles in the mix there. And we've got somebody going off the circuit on the way out of the hairpin. So I'm not quite sure how that has worked out. New fastest lap though from the number eight. No surprises there. We knew after getting excluded yesterday, Ollie Wig would be out for vengeance. And he's up to fourth position in this race. And a new fastest lap as well for Ollie Wig. 2.16.3 is the lap he set. And as they head down the back straight, once again, underneath the bridge, uh, quite a few spectators standing there as well. So obviously the Caterhams, they do draw a big crowd. There's a great interest for the Caterhams. And they've done an absolutely fantastic job putting things together. So we've got uh, some great uh, interest in the caterings all day long and some uh, great racing too. 
out of the bomb hole and round the right-hander. It goes on and on and on forever here as they make their way towards the tight left-hander at Corum and races can be won or lost in this bend. Wig is going for third position. He's really trying to take on Aram at the front here. Weber's got McCulley breathing down his exhaust pipe at the moment on the back bumper as they come out of the final turn and down the centre straight once more and across the line it is Weber in front of McCulley, Aram and Wig. Great battling and it looks as though McCulley's got a good run on Weber round to the outside, he's going to go into the first corner and Wig is going to go try and go around the outside of Aram as well. Great slip streaming down the straight, that is the 30 of uh, Benjamin Wig trying to have a go at Barry Moore a little bit further back in the pack as well. So still great overtaking and brilliant battles all the way through this field. Fantastic start to the race proceedings here at Snetterton and some absolutely fantastic battles too. Even down in the lower pack we've got some battles in the last couple of cars. Oh, some great jostling for position as the 62 of David Badger holds off Phil Jerome on the run down to the first corner. Jerome looked as though he got a good run out of the final turn and Badger was quite keen to shut the door in his face there. So once again they make their way down through Nelson and Williams and this is where the middle section of the lap really starts to get uh, things tied together. The top four remain the same so McCulley was not able to get past the leader Weber and it looks as though Wig also had to back down off the chase of Aram. So uh, a great little tussle between these four and it looks as though it could go all the way to the finish line here. Some fantastic races to start the day and uh, the road sports are always going to be very very close indeed so we've got uh, the race started exactly as we expected it would do in fine style nine and a half minutes to go around this circuit over two minutes for the lap of course so you don't get a huge amount of laps in but you do get some absolutely fantastic wheel-to-wheel -wheel motorsport it's a very long lap with very long straights so you do get a huge amount of action throughout the day down the straight, under the bridge, through the left, through the right at the chicane, and then through the bomb hole once again, round the right-hander, and keep it on the right side of the circuit. Round and round and round you go. And the leaders should be coming into view any second now from that section of the circuit. Here they come. Weber is your leader. Still McCulley in second position. Aram has got Wig right on the tail. <laughs> it is very close between these four now as they break for Coram on the left side. So into the left and down and out, accelerating up through the gears and down the straight through centre. It is an amazing run McCulley's got this time and an amazing run Wig has got this time. They're going to go two by two like Noah's Ark in fast motion. Incredible stuff. Wig has got through one. Oh my word! Wig changes direction on oh, this contact. There's contact and he's lost his rear wing. He's lost his vendor and he's got through to the lead. Incredible! Ollie Wig goes from fourth to first in the shape of about 300 meters. Absolutely amazing! He gets the run on. Uh I don't know how he did that. He gets the run on Aram, first of all, and then he changes lines from the left to the right, just cuts across um, the leaders, Weber and McCulley, battling for the lead. He got a little bit too close, lost his rear fender, and ended up in the lead. So Wig has gone from fourth to first in a heartbeat. Absolutely sensational passing move from Ollie Wig, but he has now lost the lead by the look of it. I think Weber's got back through. So Weber gets back into the lead of the race then. They go through the left-hand hairpin and down the short stretch once again. Weber just in front of Wig and it looks as though Wig has lost more bodywork down the main straight. I think he's lost part of his front bonnet now. So uh, he's shedding bodywork all over the place. That thing's going to look more like a go-kart than a caterer by the end of this race. But Ollie Wig is determined to keep motoring on in fine fashion. 
Wow, I was expecting drama. I wasn't expecting anything quite as fantastic as that. An amazing overtake from Ollie Wig in the eight. And it looks as though we've lost someone else on the exit of the hairpin. But it looks as though they've got back onto the circuit again without damage. So uh, easy to go off on this circuit because these cars are so tri uh, tw so twitchy through the bends. And the crosswinds here can really cause uh, a bit of an issue. And there's one other issue that we're starting to notice around uh, the Snetterton circuit today. And that is rather more concerning. That is the weather. It is starting to get darker and darker here. We have still got sunshine trying to break through the clouds and the breeze is still trying to push that cloud cover over the circuit. But the sky is getting darker and it, we may even get some light rain before the end of this race. And that is a concern, not only for the uh, racing, but also for us, to be honest. We're going to have a difficulty keeping the broadcast going if it gets too wet around here. And I know how heavy the rain can get around Snetterton. But Weber has got the lead and he's actually got a bit of a break now on uh, Ollie Wig. How badly damaged is that car? Well, there's uh, a bit from the front gone and a bit from the rear gone, so... Uh Wig has got some issues there. McCulley is there in third place. Barnes is fourth. Now, the big question is, where is Aram? Where has Aram gone? Because uh, the 77 Aram was in amongst all that. I wonder, has he gone out of the race as a result of that battle? I'm not sure whether he got uh, some bad damage. Did his suspension accidentally get pranged there as he was trying to make the move on Weber? Oh no, there is Aram. So Aram has dropped back a long way, unfortunately, in the 77. He comes through across the line, and I would make Aram in about... Well, hang on a minute. Trying to uh, update the TSL timing screen we've got in front of us. Wig's still second place behind Weber, of course. Uh, Aram has come through in the 77 trying to register whereabouts he is on the circuit. He's down to 16th place, so he lost a good 22 seconds or so in uh, the last tour. And that is a real shame as far as he's concerned. Weber's got Wig right behind him again as they come out of the hairpin once more. It is a very long and winding lap, this one. It used to be two short straights uh, with a few corners chucked in. Uh, two long straights, sorry, with a few corners chucked in. Now it is so much more of a technical challenge, Snetterton. It works brilliantly for club racing. You go down the centre straight, through Riches, the first corner, up to the Montreal hairpin, tight right-hander, slowest corner on the circuit, then through Palmer, a quicker-than-you-think left-hander, down towards Agostini, the tight left-hand hairpin, and then that short stretch towards Hamilton, quick left flick, and then through Oggies and Williams, uh, double right-handers there, down the bed. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. ...straight and through Brandon and Nelson, and it looks as though there is contact on the far side. Yep, it looks as though there's been a little bit of a trip up at the back of the field there. I think that's Matthew Reeve who's gone off at Agostini, but uh, he's recovered nicely. So uh, not too big an issue there for Reeve. So... Uh, 
it looks as though we've got a roll actually on uh, Agostini I think somebody has rolled it so we may get a safety car here or even a red flag I think we're going to get a red flag here because the car has actually rolled it and uh, with it being a caterham race it is likely that we're going to stop the race yes red flag red flag so the race has been red flagged here and that means it is going to be the uh, well, I assume that means it's going to be a victory then for... Well, the first car to come round is the 97. Now, that is McCulley. So, I wonder, has there been an incident between Wig and uh, Weber? They've gone off the circuit by the look of it. So, I think that might be the reason that we've got a red flag. Barnes is through in second place. Third is the 66 of Wilkins. So, the race is ending in confusion by the look of it or certainly a temporary halt uh, in some confusion, but without the first two around on the first lap, on the last lap, Weber and Wig. Now, they've come together, and I think one of them has rolled it, so uh, we, haven't got, uh, a uh, we haven't got a definitive... Uh, we haven't got a definitive answer for you in terms of exactly who's done what, but we know that there's been a roll uh, out on the circuit. We didn't see it from our position, but uh, it means we've got a red flag. So the race has been stopped for the moment at least. Uh, trying to look down the field to see if I can see where Weber and... Um, I was just looking down the field to try and see where Weber and uh, Wig have gone. And I think the race is going to end there. So, uh, yeah, they're not going to run the last four minutes. So uh, I think that is a race that is being declared. So uh, I think that means that the 97 of McCulley may well be classified as a race winner here. We'll have a look and uh, double check. But uh, with the race being stopped, now what's the order going to be classified as? Are they, are they going to take it back to the previous lap? So is it going to be Weber who gets the victory? Wig has actually been... Uh, classified as a retirement by the look of it he's actually pitted in i believe well certainly there's a well there's a mechanical cog appeared on the tsl timing screen which usually means race is ended there is wig he's brought it into the pits with bits hanging off every orifice of the car so uh well, I'm not entirely sure who's going to get what here because we've got a qualifying session coming up, but uh, I'm not entirely sure how this race is going to be declared. Now, uh, we'll try and find out exactly who's got the win here because I have a feeling they'll try and count it back to the last complete lap. Now, the last complete lap means it would be Weber who takes the victory if it goes back to the last completed lap. So, uh, I would assume that that's the way it's finished. But with Weber and Wig uh, not coming round until uh, the end of the lap, that's going to be an interesting one. So uh, I would suspect then that the race order should be decided by uh, the last completed lap, in which case it would be given to David Weber. But uh, I don't know, because I haven't seen David Weber come home again, so we have to see how the race is determined, probably by the last completed lap. So I would say that Weber would take the victory from Wig with uh, McCulley in third position, but that's not confirmed yet, of course, so we'll have to wait a little while before it is. So uh, we'll take a quick pause, we'll try and get some clarification on to the race results, and hopefully we'll come back with a podium finish for the top three drivers and interviews with all three. So uh, hang around for just a little while longer, and uh, we'll let you know what's happening. Keep in touch with us all day on Twitter at Downforce Radio and on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Downforce UK. Back, uh, Downforce Radio, sorry. <laughs> Back in a mo. It could be now a six-car scrap for second place. Someone will go off. Someone will make contact. Wow, what a save. This is Race Day Live on Downforce Radio. The Circuit Raceway. Two amazing indoor kart tracks in one location. 
But now for the corporate events, stag and hen parties, kids groups and even those wanting to race a Grand Prix. Arrive and drive sessions from just £13 for 15 minutes or Grand Prix for groups from £35 per driver. Find us at Engineers Park on Babbage Road, Sandycroft in Flintshire, with an easy access to Liverpool, Manchester, Warrington, Cheshire and Shropshire. So come race with us or see if you can smash our lap record. Call now on 01244 531 652 or log on to thecircuit.co.uk. The Circuit Raceway, 900 metres of pure fun. Mission Motorsport is run by veterans, serving officers and motorsport professionals. We are appointed as the Combined Services Official Providers of Adaptive Motorsport, seeking wherever possible to merge the activities of the disabled and those in need with able-bodied servicemen and women. Appointed by the British Army Motorsports Association and operating in direct support of the defence recovery capability, Mission Motorsport provides respite, rehabilitation, recreational opportunities and training to those affected by military operations within the frame of motorsport. To support us, you can volunteer, fundraise or donate by calling 0330-338-338. Mission Motorsport. Race. Retrain. Recover. Kuai Yue, the latest album from Transition, the official Olympic band of Chinese Taipei. Featuring the awesome tracks Take the Night and So Far Away. And the brilliant Here I Am. Transition, the official house band for Downforce Radio. Albums available now on iTunes and online at transition.tk. Welcome back to Downforce Radio. Hi, I'm Sam Bird. I race for Virgin Racing and you're listening to Downforce Radio. The nation's motorsport station. Welcome back to Snetterton Drama at the end of the first race here for the Avon Tyres Caterham Road Sport Championship as the race is red flagged due to a roll out on the circuit. Not entirely sure who it was that went over. We know that the race result has been declared, uh, so I would assume it goes back to the last completed lap. If that is true, then Weber would be declared as the race winner. Wig in second position and uh, McCulley in third position. Now, uh, I know that Ollie Wig is uh, safe and sound. He's brought the car back to the uh, uh, Park Ferme area at the end of the pit lane here in uh, his uh, rather battered and bruised caterham. It looks as if every single panel has had uh, a bit of fun out there. We'll try and see if we can get a quick word with um, Bruce, but uh, if the race result is being declared the way it is, then uh, Ollie Wig should get second position. But... Uh, Yes, an interesting end to the race uh, in uh, the easiest way to put it. So uh, we'll uh, leave the dust to settle on the Caterham Road Sport Championship for now. When we've got an official confirmation of the race result, a little bit later on, uh, we will... uh, uh, find out a little bit more about it but one man who did see the incident was uh, the race commentator Matt Suckling he saw what uh, went on from the commentary box maybe Matt can uh, shed some light uh, you saw what happened between the two leaders can you tell us a bit about it uh, well we saw briefly what happened of course we don't quite see that part of the circuit but it was Ollie Wigan of course uh, Dave Webber fighting for the lead of the race and it just had Dave Webber coming in uh, barrel rolling really that's all we kind of saw so we don't know who made contact or what happened in the incident but there was definitely contact and unfortunately David Webber taking that role 
ferocious start to the day then for the road sports. I mean, we know it gets exciting, but we weren't expecting it to get that exciting. Exactly. Caterham's always deliver. Whenever you see Caterham, they really do give some great race, and we saw that yesterday. Um, it's just a shame this one has started a little bit frantic. Yesterday with the road sports, we saw a safety car as well, so they haven't had the best start to 2015, but hopefully the season's going to get a little bit better for them. And it looks as though there are a few drivers who feel a little bit aggrieved, so maybe the race result is not quite complete yet. Yeah, lots going on, and of course yesterday we saw a few disqualifications, so I'm sure the clerk of the course, certainly this morning, will be very busy, Jake. Okay, thanks for that, Matt. Right. So, uh, yeah, an interesting start to the day, to say the very least, then, in the uh, Caterham Road Sport Championship. We're going to take a quick breather before the uh, uh, rest of proceedings. We still have lots to talk about, of course. We have three more championships for Caterhams. We have the Fiesta Seniors and Fiesta Juniors out there, of course, as well as the TK Couplings Production GTIs in the Mark II and Mark V categories. So we'll be back in just a short while. But uh, the news headline here at the moment from Snetterton is drama. There's, there's no other word to describe it at the moment. Race Day Live on Downfoss Radio. He's tapping out a message on his back bumper in Braille, and that message is, get the hell out of my way, I want my lead back. Stay tuned, more great races coming up on Downforce Radio. For all the best oval racing news and features, Stock Car Magazine has everything you need. Featuring the latest pictures and results for Brisker Formula 1, V8 Hot Stocks, Formula 2, National Saloon Stock Cars, Mini Stocks and more, including interviews with world champions, top drivers and racing legends. What to watch and where to go for the country's top oval racing action, all inside Stock Car Magazine, £4.80 every month. Plus, full-length DVDs of all Brisker Formula 1 events, available trackside at any Brisker F1 race meeting. Head to facebook.com forward slash Stock Car Magazine for more details. Stock Car Magazine, proudly presenting Brisker at its best. Stopwatch Hospitality are specialists in behind-the-scenes motorsport hospitality. Enjoy private viewing locations at Silverstone, Brands Hatch and Donington Park. Our packages start from just £20 per person. That's right, just £20 per person. With a wide variety of services for race events, track and test days, driving experiences, birthdays and F1 parties. With Stopwatch Hospitality, everything's arranged except the result. From gate entry tickets up to the very best hospitality at race events. So call us now on 01959 509 098. That's 01959 509 098. Or visit our website at stopwatchhospitality.com. Think you know more about motorsport than anyone else? Here on Downforce Radio, we have just the show for you. Toughest questions, the most trivial topics, and a few laps along the way await you in our monthly trivia panel game, Wheel Notes. With British Motorsport's best pundits, geeks and brain boxes pitting their wits in the ultimate nerd off, the occasional celebrity guest to challenge our regular teams. So join Jake Sanson and the Downforce team on the fourth Tuesday of every month, free to download via Spreaker, iTunes or YouTube, only on Downforce Radio, the nation's motorsport station. Go, 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 go! Hi, Ian Slowell! Ian Slowell, I don't believe it! I do not believe what I'm seeing here! This is a simply unbelievable development! And this, folks, is the big one. This is Race Day Live on Downforce.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. No, it's not So far away there from transition, we are back at uh, Snetterton live here on the Beer CC Caterham season opener. Dramatic scenes in the first round of the uh, Avon Tires Caterham Road Sport Championship, and the race result has been declared at long last. And we have in third position, it is Anthony Barnes who is given third position. He gets his way over to the podium now for uh, his trophy. Second position goes to Aram, uh, and first position, so Paul Aram getting himself in. 
into uh, second position in the race, but it is uh, Steve McCulley who gets the race victory. So uh, Weber and Wig are actually classified as retirements uh, from that race, so they do not take it back to the com next completed lap. So Steve McCulley takes the race victory. All three drivers are a little bit bemused by it, but uh, they end up in uh, first, second and third after a, a very tough race indeed. So uh, an absolutely fantastic race, and uh, we finally get our results sorted out in the top three, but uh, drama to say the very least, but uh, that is uh, a very interesting way to uh, end the first race, and that's the result that's been declared, so it's McCulley who wins it, Aram second and Barnes third after uh, what has been a very very uh, strange race, but uh, it turns out that Weber and Wig are uh, not given their uh, first and second positions, they don't take it on count back they decide to declare it as uh, those three in position, so let's see if we can have a word with the three drivers in question, let's talk to Barnes first of all, uh, third position, that's uh, a bit of a surprise after the race you've had. It was a bit of a surprise. I was, I was shocked. It's my first podium ever, so but under the circumstances, maybe not so sweet. I would have red flag, but, but I'm chuffed to bits. Chuffed to bits. But surely that gives you the confidence to sort of keep things uh, running over the course of the season. You can go for bigger and better things now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I got fourth in the first race, second in the second race. Keep things going. Hopefully I can get a first at some point. Uh, it's good to talk to you, buddy. Thank you. All right, thank you. So uh, there we are. Let's have a chat with uh, the man in uh, second position, uh, if he hasn't disappeared already. Uh, let's have a quick chat, if we can, with uh, uh, Paul Aram. Let's see if uh, we can have a word with uh, Paul Aram about second position. Paul, we have to see if we can have a, a quick word. A crazy day uh, here at uh, Snetterden and a bit of a crazy race, but second place nonetheless. Yeah, a little bit of a shock. I wasn't expecting that at all after being uh, punted off at the uh, end of the centre straight. Um, I just hope that the other guys are all alright who had a bit of an accident close tight catering racing as always and uh, obviously at Snetterton it's always uh, very tight but uh, a podium it's a good way to start the season hopefully that will keep things running through the rest of the year yeah adds to yesterday's and the point style is looking good so I'll take it forward to Donington next month good job Paul well done yes, thank you so there we go then Paul Aram in uh, second position there uh, again uh, all the drivers on the podium look bemused to be honest after what's been a very crazy race we'll see if we can have a chat with uh, the race winner uh, Steve McCulley in just a moment obviously finishing uh, uh, his second race of the year uh, with a win after David Webber's success yesterday it uh, now ends up with uh, uh, Steve McCulley taking the win today in dramatic circumstances I've just seen uh, David Webber's caterum having come back in and it looks well and truly mullered so uh, unfortunately for David Webber that's definitely a repair job that uh, is going to hurt the bank balance quite a bit so uh, we'll see uh, how things go and uh, we know that Steve McCulley obviously has uh, got uh, a huge amount of uh, support behind him. The Mission Motorsport boys uh, are backing him over the course of the season, so uh, this is going to be a very momentous victory as far as he and the Mission Motorsport movement are concerned, and uh, here at Downforce Radio, we're great friends of Mission Motorsport, and we love everything that they do, so uh, this is a fantastic uh, moment for Steve. Let's have a, a quick word, if we can, with uh, Steve McCulley. Absolutely fantastic performance uh, uh, after uh, great racing, so... Uh, We'll see if we can have a, a quick word with uh, Steve McCulley at uh, the end of his uh, uh, first win of the 2015 season. And uh, obviously uh, he's got uh, a huge amount of support behind him. So uh, winning uh, here at Snetterton in such bizarre circumstances, it's obviously going to be uh, a big deal. Steve McCulley taking the victory in race two. Then Steve, that was... Well, I know catering racing gets uh, crazy, but that was particularly crazy. Yeah, it was. Um, you know, it started off with some seriously good, fun tussles for, you know, the kind of two-thirds, three-quarters of the race, and then it did start to get a little bit tense. Um, you know, I'm, I'm glad I'm in one piece in the car. You know, I hope 
David's okay. Um, you know, stuff happens. I'm not going to comment at this stage. That's not for me. That's for the marshals to, to look at the, uh, the video footage. Um, I'm just, you know, glad to be here. Glad to have won. It's a shame it's under those circumstances, but, you know, kind of wins a win as long as David's okay because I think he's in the medical tent. And obviously, for Mission Motorsport, they've been backing you all the way through the season. I mean, this is a, a really nice moment for them as well because this was in its infancy two or three years ago, and now it's producing race winners quite regularly now. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I, I was so lucky to get selected last year to race for Mission Motorsport in the Caterham Academy. Uh, at the end of the year, the plan was originally to sell the car, um, but because I did fairly well on, on kind of limited testing, Caterham and Mission Motorsport both agreed that I could continue to use the car, but I had to find my own sponsorship to carry on racing this year. Um, so, I'm, I'm really pleased for Mission Motorsport because you know they've, they've supported me and I can give back. I'm giving back with um, many, other, you know, many other ways as well, but it's good to be able to get on the podium for the charity. And uh, obviously uh, winning such a crazy race, that gives you the confidence now to move on and get up the front more often. Yeah, I, I definitely want to be at the front at every race if I can be. It's just, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a hairy old game. You've just got to keep it safe. <laughs> Well, it's fantastic. Well done, Steve. Congratulations on a great victory. Well done. Thanks very much. Cheers. So there we go. Steve McCulley, fantastic win there in the first uh, race of the day, the second of the weekend for the Avon Tyres Caterham Road Sport Championship. The uh, TK Production in Couplings, uh, TK Couplings Production GTI, sorry, Mark II Championship qualifying session is underway at the moment. So uh, the uh, Caterham Road Sports are obviously done for the weekend now. That was their second race of the day. We've got two races for the uh, TK, Kidupli- uh, TK Couplings in uh, both categories uh, later on through the course of the day so uh, the problem we've got now though is those clouds have actually decided to start breaking and now we've got ourselves a bit of an issue because it is starting to rain slightly so uh, we may have to find alternative accommodation for (laughs) the rest of this race I'll try and see if I can sneak my way into a garage on the pit straight that might be the best way forward so uh, the qualifying session continues on track we'll let you know uh, how the grid forms up a little bit later on for that one but there's still great racing to come here at Snetterton over the course of the day plenty of caterums uh, more from the production GTIs and uh, an epic race in uh, epic pair of races in both the senior and junior fiestas over the course of the day as well lots of drama in the uh, seniors to report uh, JJ Ross starting on pole position by four tenths of a second is the big news story of course uh, ahead of Samuel Priest and then in the juniors it's Higgs and Thompson at the Jam Sport Boys showing the front row of the grid with the superstars Connor Grady and Ronan Quinn starting from the back of the grid along with Lewis Kent after some technical difficulties yesterday. So we could see some drivers charging their way through from the back in this uh, weekend's races at Snetterton. We'll be back in a moment with more news and more races here at Snetterton. It could be now a six-car scrap for second place. Someone will go off, someone will make contact. Wow, what a save. This is Race Day Live on Downforce Radio. The Circuit Raceway, two amazing indoor kart tracks in one location. Book now for the corporate events, stag and hen parties, kids groups and even those wanting to race a Grand Prix. Arrive and drive sessions from just £13 for 15 minutes or Grand Prix for groups from £35 per driver. Find us at Engineers Park on Babbage Road, Sandycroft in Flintshire with an easy access to Liverpool, Manchester, Warrington, Cheshire and Shropshire. So come race with us or see if you can smash our lap record. Call now on 01244 531 652 or log on to thecircuit.co.uk. The Circuit Raceway, 900 metres of pure fun. 
Mission Motorsport is run by veterans, serving officers and motorsport professionals. We are appointed as the combined services official providers of adaptive motorsport, seeking wherever possible to merge the activities of the disabled and those in need with able-bodied servicemen and women. Appointed by the British Army Motorsport Association and operating in direct support of the defence recovery capability, Mission Motorsport provides respite, rehabilitation, recreational opportunities and training to those affected by military operations within the frame of motorsport. To support us, you can volunteer, fundraise or donate by calling 0330-338-338. Mission Motorsport. Race. Retrain. Recover. Kuayue, the latest album from Transition, the official Olympic band of Chinese Taipei. Featuring the awesome tracks Take the Night and So Far Away. And the brilliant Here I Am. Transition, the official house band for Downforce Radio. Albums available now on iTunes and online at transition.tk. Welcome back to Downforce Radio. Hi, I'm Sam Bird. I race for Virgin Racing and you're listening to Downforce Radio. The nation's motorsport station. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This that I could give. Here I am. Fight. 
can see you and the life that you've been living. They wanted to beat you to the ground, but you don't seem to know when to give in. You made it here somehow, and you're not letting go. Stay live on Downforce Radio. He's tapping out a message on his back bumper in Braille, and that message is, get the hell out of my way, I want my lead back. Stay tuned, more great races coming up on Downforce Radio. For all the best over racing news and features, Stock Car Magazine has everything you need. Featuring the latest pictures and results for Brisker Formula 1, V8 Hot Stocks, Formula 2, National Saloon Stock Cars, Mini Stocks and more, including interviews with world champions, top drivers and racing legends. What to watch and where to go for the country's top oval racing action, all inside Stock Car Magazine, £4.80 every month. Plus, full-length DVDs of all Brisker Formula 1 events, available trackside at any Brisker F1 race meeting. Head to facebook.com forward slash Stock Car Magazine for more details. Stock Car Magazine, proudly presenting Brisker at its best. Stopwatch Hospitality are specialists in behind-the-scenes motorsport hospitality. Enjoy private viewing locations at Silverstone, Brands Hatch and Donington Park. Our packages start from just £20 per person. That's right, just £20 per person. With a wide variety of services for race events, track and test days, driving experiences, birthdays and F1 parties. With Stopwatch Hospitality, everything's arranged except the result. 
from gate entry tickets up to the very best hospitality at race events. So call us now on 01959 509 098. That's 01959 509 098. Or visit our website at stopwatchhospitality.com. Think you know more about motorsport than anyone else? Here on Downforce Radio, we have just the show for you. Toughest questions, the most trivial topics, and a few laps along the way await you in our monthly trivia panel game, Wheel Notes. With British motorsport's best pundits, geeks, and brain boxes pitting their wits in the ultimate nerd off, the occasional celebrity guests to challenge our regular teams. So join Jake Sanson and the Downforce team on the fourth Tuesday of every month, free to download via Spreaker, iTunes, or YouTube, only on Downforce Radio, the nation's motorsport station. Go, 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 go! Ryan Scholar out! Aiden Scholar out! I don't believe it! I do not believe what I'm seeing here! This is a simply unbelievable development! And this, folks, is the big one. This is Race Day Live on Downforce Radio. Welcome back to Snetterton here for the BROCC's Caterham Motorsport opener of the 2015 Championship season. Bit of drama here, to put it very mildly after the first race of the day. The uh, Mark II uh, Golfs have just had their first qualifying session in the TK Couplings Production GDI Championship, so uh, we'll talk to them in a short while about their uh, progress in the 2015 season. A few familiar faces from the VAG Trophy and the uh, Mark II Golf GDI Championship from uh, the MSV Bill last year have wandered across it seems. Pets is here, uh, Matthew Pets, so too I've noticed Tom Witts in the field and Simon Tomlinson as well. So some very nice familiar faces in that paddock as well. And notice is Jason Tingle in the lineup as well. So he's obviously doing the Mark 5s and the Mark 2s this year. So he's got a car for each. Talk about being busy. He's going to have a very tough tactic motorsport in the first round of the championship. He was dominant Aaron Thompson at Silverstone, taking both wins at uh, the last round of the championship. But already first blood in qualifying has fallen to his Jamsport teammate, Michael Higgs, who is starting this race at Snetterton from pole position. Three drivers to keep an eye out for from the back of the grid after technical difficulties yesterday, particularly Connor Grady and Ronan Quinn. Uh, they had problems yesterday in qualifying. In Ronan Quinn's case, his car unfortunately ended up as a bit of a write-off uh, yesterday in qualifying. But incredibly, the team have managed to get a new car together, scrutineered and lapped a couple of times this morning in uh, free practice, ready for today's race. So both Connor Grady and Ronan Quinn will start the race from the back of the grid, so watch them charging up through the field. Also, Lewis Kent, he had some problems yesterday, which uh, had to result in a complete engine rebuild. So uh, he's going to have a difficult start to the race, starting from the back. But again, he's another driver who could fight his way through from the tail end of the grid. And after the events at Silverstone where we had some great battles from uh, Quinn, from Grady, uh, from uh, Sikander Hussein as well, very talented youngster. Uh, he has uh, put on a fantastic show in the first weekend of the 2015 season at Silverstone, and he's in the lineup again today. They were sweating so hard over two weeks, time, but at the 11th, they finally managed to get it together. So uh, great to hear that uh, both Sikander and Sagir Hussein, who will be out in this video to seniors uh, later on today, uh, will be on the starting grid. But uh, obviously we're getting to that point now where our Fiesta because they are making their way out onto the starting grid. They'll go on one rolling lap of this circuit. It's such a different uh, ball game compared to two weeks ago. Silverstone National Circuit was very short, sharp and uh, very quick indeed. This is a long flowing circuit where you have to be on your A game for the entirety of. And it's the Jamsport boys. Michael Higgs and Aaron Thompson who line up on the front row of the grid. Next up behind them, it is uh, Nathan Edwards in the 21 and Carlito Morocco, this very talented rookie in fourth position on the grid. He's going to be a very 
cool character to watch in this season. I'm already making a prediction. He could be one of the finds of the season. So plenty of racing to come then in the Fiesta Juniors and the starting grid is forming up. Hi, I'm Matt Neal. You're listening to Downforce Radio. Downforce Radio. This is Race Day Live. Windy weather, a little bit of drizzle on the circuit, and Michael Higgs and Aaron Thompson line up on the front row of the grid of the first race of the weekend for the BRSCC Fiesta Junior Championship. Nathan Edwards and Carlita Maracco on row two in front of Wilson and Pugh as they make their way onto the grid. Elliot Wilson, the man from West Malling, lining up alongside the number seven, Guildford's Cameron Pugh in the Lemonade LLP car. Then it is the 15 of Sikander Hussein alongside Alexander Tate in the 99. Then it is the 8 of Connor Grady alongside the 20 of Ronan Quinn. And at the back of the field, the 38 of Lewis Kent. And I'm happy to say all cars are ready to rock and roll. I'm particularly keen to see what Alex Tate can do after missing the first round of the championship at Silverstone. He was going well in qualifying when the engine caught fire and blew up in a fireball, quite literally, uh, at his feet. He was lucky to get out of it in one piece. But uh, he now forms up on the grid under his own steam in 8th position on the grid. And alongside the feisty Sikander Hussein. It looks as though the field is actually going to be very, very close. The field is a little bit different in terms of starting order compared to last time out. The ECU regs have all been tightened up, ready for this second round of the championship as well. So Higgs and Thompson line up on the front row of the grid. Edwards and Morocco from Wilson and Pugh. Hussein and Tate. Grady and Quinn and Kent. So all 11 drivers ready for the 30-second board goes up for their rolling lap. And the drivers are getting ready for the start of this first race of the season. Higgs and Thompson, the Morecambe and Wise of the Fiesta Junior Championship. They're great mates and great teammates. But now, once again, they will go head-to-head -head for racing around Snetterton. On the green flag lap they go. Higgs, Thompson, Edwards, Miraco. Wilson, Pugh, Hussein, Tate, Grady, Quinn and Kent. Still the rookies, of course, Quinn and Kent. But Ronan Quinn in particular has definitely shown his flair in the first race weekend of the season. But it's a double win in the championship for Aaron Thompson the first time around. Higgs and Grady are actually tied on points for 55 apiece. Just nine behind Aaron Thompson. Uh, fourth in the championship, Nathan Edwards on 52. With Ronan Quinn on 49. Sikander Hussein and Carlita Morocco are there on 47. Uh, Pugh is on 45, Wilson on 41 and Lewis Kent on 21. Alex Tate sadly yet to score because of his problems at Silverstone but that doesn't mean by any stretch of the imagination his season is done uh, 64 points for uh, a double victory, that's uh, 30 plus bonuses, so it could still be a very very tight championship this one and I'm predicting now with uh, 9 points uh, in fact actually 12 points separating the top 4 drivers, it could still be anybody's guess here Thompson has had a good start to the season but it looks as though Higgs has got the upper hand in qualifying so maybe Aaron Thompson's uh, dominant form at Silverstone maybe just a flash in the pan he's going to have to work hard for this championship he knows it and he wants it but uh, he's got his own teammate Michael Higgs uh, beating him in this qualifying session this could end up being the Hamilton and Rosberg story of national motorsport here today and already a fantastic 
start to proceedings with the first two lining up on the starting grid. It is going to be very, very tight indeed between these two off the grid. Higgs and Thompson having a great start to the year, the Jam Sport team, and they are uh, very much the team to beat in the Fiesta Junior Championship at the moment, but it's going to be a little bit like Formula One. Rosberg versus Hamilton is very, very close with the dominant team out front, but it's looking exactly the same way for Higgs and Thompson on the front row of the grid. Third position, a very strong performance in qualifying for Nathan Edwards. Good to see him right up in the top four. And Carlito Morocco, he was so impressive at Silverstone, and he's fourth on the grid here at Snetterton. Let's not forget, Morocco, it's only his, his third on the grid here, sorry, at uh, Snetterton. Let's not forget, Morocco still uh, in his second weekend of racing in the Fiesta Junior Championship. In fact, second weekend ever in uh, club motor racing. So to be right on the second row of the grid in his second meeting, that boy is going places. Also, good to see Alex Tate out on the grid after his uh, fiery spell at Silverstone. No points on the board yet, but I have a feeling there'll be quite a few dozen at the end of this weekend. He's coming on leaps and bounds here, and uh, he's one of those drivers whose rate of progression is uh, incredibly rapid. So they make their way round the bomb hole on this uh, rolling lap and uh, we'll see what the Morecambe and Wise duo out on the front row of the grid, Higgs and Thompson, can do. They've been absolutely sensational in pre-season testing and at the first race they were swapping uh, fastest laps in practice. Then it was Thompson who got the pole position in quali and then the youngster ran away with both races. But here today at Snetterton it's very, very different. Higgs got the pole position in qualifying and he's determined to send a message to his teammate. Yes, we're mates, but I am going to beat you this time my friend so it'll be an interesting battle between those three uh, on the front of the grid then Higgs, Thompson and Morocco I'm really excited to see how these two uh, are going to deal with the superstar Morocco he's kind of come into this weekend as a bit of an unknown quantity he found his feet at Silverstone pretty quickly particularly in the second race his lap times were awesome and now he has actually thrown a spanner into the works here and not many people would have expected him to be third on the grid but there he is in fine form third position on the starting grid so Higgs Thompson, Morocco, Edwards. Then in fourth place, it's uh, fifth position. Sorry, it's Elliot Wilson. So keep an eye on Elliot because he'll be a strong one as well. Now this is an interesting uh, scenario. Higgs and Thompson. I think Edwards thinks he's on the right side of the grid. He's not on the right side of the grid. He's on the left side of the grid. Oh, dear, oh, dear. I think Nathan Edwards thinks he's starting from third position on the grid. But he's not. He's starting the other side of the starting grid. Oh, dear. What on earth has Nathan Edwards got uh, done there? Morocco was definitely third in qualifying. I think Nathan Edwards thinks he's starting from third on the grid. Well, uh, that's an interesting situation. Now... That's, uh, that's a difficult one. I'm not quite sure what to make of that. But Edwards is absolutely convinced of the fact that he is starting from third on the grid. Morocco is actually supposed to be in third place. Edwards is there in uh, fourth, but he's decided to go to the inside line of the grid. So this is a bit of an interesting one. I think Edwards has actually got to be on the other side of the grid. <laughs> So the grid forms up slightly chaotically, but Edwards, 
well, I'm looking at the timing screens earlier on. We'll have to double check the uh, qualifying positions here because I've been told by Julianne Bates that uh, Morocco is definitely in third position. So we'll double check that with the qualifying times from yesterday to uh, make sure that we know exactly what the score is. Morocco has now been put to the outside line. Now he's not going to be happy about that, and I'm pretty sure that Morocco actually was third on the timesheets in qualifying. Yes, he was. So that's an interesting one, but the lights go out regardless. And away we go. Higgs gets a great start. Oh, and there's contact. Tate and Pugh come together. Pugh's gone round in a spin. Pugh gets a slow start. Alex Tate gets a good one. And Pugh's gone around in a spin and into the wall before they even get to the braking zone. Oh, dear. Poor Cameron Pugh in the seven. He's ended up in the wall there. And that is the end of... No, it's not the end of his race. He's going to get the car back together. He didn't make too heavy damage with the barrier. He gets going again. So Pugh is back into the race. He's not done yet by any stretch of the imagination. Well, I've looked at the timing screens from yesterday and it was definitely meant to be Carlito Morocco in third position on the grid. It was definitely Carlito Morocco third in qualifying and third on the grid. But Edwards is under the impression that he was meant to be third. But it definitely on the, on the uh, grid uh, statement that I've got in front of me shows that uh, he was meant to be fourth on the grid. So that's going to be an interesting debate for later on. Now, it looks to me as though we've got a problem for one of the leaders. Is that Thompson dropping down the field? I think it is. Higgs is your leader. Morocco second. Edwards third. Wilson is fourth. Grady's up to fifth. Thompson's having some trouble. Thompson's in trouble. Thompson's in trouble. So Aaron Thompson, the championship leader, is in trouble. He's dropping time on the straight after Agostini. Thompson's got a problem. So that is a disaster for the championship leader in the first race of the day. He is losing places hand over fist. Aaron Thompson is going to probably be pitting at the end of this lap. So it looks as though technical problems for Thompson falling down the order rapidly. And it means then that Higgs is on his own. Morocco in second. Third now is Wilson. Good move from Wilson to get into third position. But Thompson has got so much, uh, so much trouble there. He's losing speed on the straight. He's definitely got a problem. So the championship leader looks like he's about to lose that championship lead. Down the back straight they go and into uh, the chicane at the end of the lap. But it looks as though there are problems for the championship leader. Well, we thought it was going to be one-way traffic at one stage at Silverstone. Not anymore. Higgs is definitely the race leader here. And Carlito Morocco up in second position. Well, at least he was in second. There's contact at the back. Oh, no. There's a spinner. Now, is that Tate or is that Wilson? I think that might even be Connor Grady who's gone there, but we'll, we'll look as they come around once more. But there's a spin at the back of the field. So Higgs is your leader as he comes through. Edwards is up to second place by the look of it. So Edwards is now second. Third is Wilson. Fourth is Morocco. Then it's Sikander Hussein. Quinn is next. Thompson is fighting it out with Lewis Kent. Alex Tate is next. So it's Connor Grady who's spun to the back of the field. Connor Grady then in car number eight finds himself down at the back and uh, it's not going to be too long before we see Cameron Pugh. So a dramatic start to this race then. Pugh continues on so we have got all 11 cars still running. But, uh, well, I don't know what to make of this one. A dramatic start to the weekend then for the Fiesta Juniors. It's already getting to be a very dramatic start. 
So we look back to uh, look at the timing screens and Higgs is your man out in front doing a great job in the first Fiesta Junior race. Second position is Nathan Edwards. We're not quite sure what happened to Carlito Morocco in uh, second position. He was in the initial stages. Now he's down in fourth place. So uh, Carlito Morocco down into about fourth place now, I think. Sikanda Hussein worked his way ahead of Ronan Quinn. Thompson is now ahead of Lewis Kent. And, uh, oh, sorry, now ahead of Carlita Morocco. So Morocco's lost another place to Thompson. And uh, then it's Lewis Kent. And then we have the uh, straggling trio at the back. Tate uh, ahead of uh, Connor Grady and Cameron Pugh. But what a dramatic start to this Fiesta Junior race. It seems as though someone's hit the crazy button here at Snetterton because we've had an insane race in the road sports. And now we're having a bit of a topsy-turvy day in the Fiesta Juniors as well. So so uh, it seems as though we've hit the entertainment button here at uh, Snetterton because we're definitely getting grandstand stuff. Higgs out in front though. That is uh, not changed from the starting grid. So they make their way up towards uh, the bomb hole once again. And round the right side, we've had a couple of incidents on this first lap. Thompson falling down the field. A spin from Connor Grady and a spin from Cameron Pugh. Out in front, though, Higgs is still your leader. Second place, Nathan Edwards in the 21. And third position, Elliot Wilson. I'm really impressed with Wilson in this second race of the season. Now we've got a battle between Sikander Hussein and Aaron Thompson. Thompson has finally found his feet again. And now he's taking on Sikander Hussein for fourth place. Dives on the inside of Corum. And that is a beautiful move. So he gets into fourth position. Nice move from Thompson. Higgs is in your leader, though. Second place is Edwards. Third is Wilson. And here comes Thompson, leading a train of three. Thompson, Hussein, and Ronan Quinn, who is really charging hard. Sakanda Hussein having another look into the first corner here. Into Riches. Oh, nice move from Lewis, uh, from Aaron Thompson. Grady has managed to catch up with Alex Tate as they head for the first corner. Tate is doing well. And he's uh, definitely getting more up to speed. Just watch his co uh, Connor Grady dive past him. It looks as though uh, uh, I think Grady managed to get a better line out of Corum on the last lap. And that's how he got past Tate. But Tate's that time still looking good at the moment. And looking good for some uh, solid points from this first race of the, of the season for Tate. Meanwhile, out in front, Higgs has got the lead in pulling away. Edwards and Wilson are being caught rapidly by this three-car scrap. Uh, Thompson in fourth position. Now he's left Hussein and Quinn to battle on their own. Seventh is Morocco. Shame to see him so far back. Lewis Kent is in eighth place. Then it's Connor Grady. Then it's Alex Tate in the 99 in 10th place. And in 11th still Cameron Pugh. Well, I wasn't expecting that much drama from this first Fiesta Junior race, but that's certainly what we got. Whatever problems Aaron Thompson did have with the car on the first lap seemed to be a distant memory now, but uh, that was certainly a bit of a dramatic uh, moment in the race when we suddenly saw Aaron Thompson crawl to almost a standstill at one point, but he's managed to get the car going again uh, up on four cylinders once again, and now he's closing in on third place Elliot Wilson as they go down the straight once again towards the bridge and through to the left and right at the back of the circuit. So great battling here at Snetterton as the racing continues on. They make their way through the lap, under the bridge on the back straight, and through Brundle, through Nelson, and out through the bomb hole. And then they make their way through Corum, the right-hander that goes on and on and on forever. Higgs out in front as he looks towards Murray's, the left-hander, at the end of the lap. And it is going to be an absolutely fantastic win for Michael Higgs if he can keep this pace going. He'll be the second different winner in the season. Aaron Thompson is on it as he heads through Corum. He's gaining so 
much ground on that second and third place men, Edwards and Wilson. Meanwhile, Hussein and Quinn are being caught by Carlito Morocco in seventh place, so they need to watch their tail as Morocco steps up the attack as well. Down the stretch once again, Thompson right in close to the pit wall. The team are giving him some encouragement there on the pit wall. They're rooting him on. Come on, Aaron. Come on, Aaron. You can do it, boy. And he's there in fourth position, moving up rapidly. Connor Grady is catching up with Lewis Kent very quickly as well. Alex Tate still motoring on in 10th position. Mum and Dad cheering him on. Come on, Alex. You got this, mate. Still a newcomer to the Fiesta Junior Championship, of course. What this man doesn't know about bad luck isn't worth knowing. It's written through him like Blackpool Rock, unfortunately. But he's definitely getting there in terms of his pace and position. So uh, he's having a, a good job at the moment. Alex Tate working his socks off as he tries to get away from uh, Cameron Pugh. Out in front as they head through Agostini and up towards Hamilton. It is a great lead we've got for Michael Higgs at the moment. He is out in front looking very comfortable out in the lead of this one. Second position, still Edwards. Wilson third, but Thompson is on his tail. Thompson has caught him up rapidly. So much quicker in a straight line. Thompson and the Jamspot boys have definitely got a winning package here at Snetterton. But Higgs has got the lead, so I'm not sure he's going to lose that. And it is a uh, absolutely fantastic display the Fiesta Juniors are putting on once again. Great racing and great battling here. Thompson coming up onto the back of Elliot Wilson and a great little battle they're having as well. So down the stretch, Higgs is your leader in the Jam Sport car. Second place, still Nathan Edwards, desperately trying to close in. Third is Wilson. Fourth position is uh, Aaron Thompson in the 41. And uh, it's looking very good indeed as far as they're concerned. So down the straight once more. And I have a suspicion that we're going to see a bit of a battle for third place this time around. Through Nelson, through Brundle, they'll go. And up towards the bomb hole once more. This is where Aaron Thompson seems to have so much confidence through Corum. Here's Higgs. Look back. There's Nathan Edwards. And here's Thompson having a look on the inside of Wilson. He's definitely got the measure at Corum. And he's through. Magnificent move there from Thompson. He's got no fear at all, this boy. And he knows how to pick a fight. He's got a great move. Meanwhile, Ronan Quinn is stepping up the attack and Connor Grady has caught them up. He's got past Carlita Morocco and now it's a four-car battle for fifth position. So Aaron Thompson through in a third. The team are cheering him on. Come on, boy, you're doing it. And he's closing in on Edwards to get second position. What a fight back this is going to be for Aaron Thompson. Second is going to feel like a win here. Hussein, Quinn and Grady battling for position. Carlita Morocco seems to have lost a bit of ground from these four. I think he made a little bit of a moment out of Murray's and that's such a shame because he was looking good on the back of that four-car train. He could easily have got himself to fifth position there. Tate continues on in tenth position, looking good. And eleventh uh, place further back, that's Cameron Pugh in the four. So Pugh working his heart out, trying to close up on the rest of the field. But uh, Higgs still leading the way as they head towards Agostini once more. Out of the Montreal hairpin. Through the left-hander and up towards Agostini. Higgs has got a definite advantage here. But Edwards is being caught rapidly by Aaron Thompson. And this lap, he could get him into second position. Thompson there on the back of Edwards, looking for an opportunity into Hamilton. Hasn't quite made the move stick this time. He's going to have to look. Possibly he could get a good exit out of, we could get a good exit out of Williams I suppose, onto the back straight and down towards the uh, Brundle Nelson chicane in the left and the right he's got a good opportunity out of Williams here 
There's Higgs out in front, keeping it together out in front. Edwards in second position still. And here's Thompson. He's closing him down. He's much quicker on the straight. He seems to have a lot more confidence on the upchange. This is a great opportunity for Thompson to take the lead in this battle. And up to second place, he should go into Brundle. Very nicely done in the left-hander. So it looks as though it's going to be Jam Sport 1 and 2 after all then. We're watching for the chequered flag. It's not going to be too far away. We obviously have 20-minute uh, races here in the Fiestas. It's a very long race for these uh, 14 to 17-year-olds. Don't forget how young these kids are. And they're putting in an absolutely sensational job out there. Great racing around the Snetterton circuit. Thompson is now firmly in second place, as we expected. So Higgs is out in front. Thompson in second place. So it's one and two for Higgs and Thompson as they started on the grid. But Thompson wants to close in. He wants to get somewhere. And the team are still motivating him on. Seven and three-quarter minutes to go. And he is actually lapping over a second quicker than his teammate. So the gap is 5.9 seconds. Higgs has done a 22.4 on the last lap. Thompson has done a 21.2 on the last lap. So he is definitely quicker by over a second. There is time for Aaron Thompson to close in on his teammate and get this race won. So it's going to be tough, but Aaron Thompson does have time to get it done here. Six seconds with seven minutes to go is what's at stake. And he does have the ability to make this work. It is going to be so tough. Higgs is there. Thompson is closing him in. And Thompson will be very motivated to close in that gap. It's not going to be easy, and it's uh, going to be very, very uh, tight at the end of the race but if Higgs makes one mistake he is cannon fodder for Aaron Thompson Edwards third Wilson still fourth Hussein in fifth position still Wilson is so impressive in third place he's metronomic in his uh, rhythm here fourth position that's now Hussein Hussein through in a fourth place by the look of it so yes Hussein has got past uh, Oh, sorry, no, Wilson's still there in fourth position. My apologies. Edwards is third. Wilson fourth from Hussein, Quinn, Grady, Morocco, Kent, Tate, and Pugh. And uh, I have to say, Pugh is really starting to make an impression on uh, uh, Alex Tate. Tate's last lap a 229.3 compared to Pugh on a 226.0. But uh, there's still plenty of time to uh, make this race come to him. Pugh is working hard. He wants to get a 10th position finish if he can. But out in front come your leaders, Higgs, Thompson, Edwards and Wilson with Hussein in fifth position. Quinn is in sixth place now with Grady right on his tail. Great fight backs from Connor Grady and Aaron Thompson in particular. Uh, for Connor Grady, that was a big moment he had at uh, Corum's on the first lap. And that's not something you come away from easily as a teenager. But he has got himself back together as a true professional racer. And uh, Michael Higgs, he even gives a flash of the headlights to his teammates. He's saying, I've got this. I've got this. Five and a half minutes to go. He does a 2.21.4 compared to Thompson on a 2.21.2. So Thompson's still faster. But Higgs has responded. He said, he's obviously flashing his headlights as if to say, that lap good. I can do this. I can win this race. And he's working very hard. Here comes Grady on the outside of Ronan Quinn. He's got a good run towards the first corner here up to Ridges. And it's going to be a battle of the late breakers. Round the outside. Quinn still has the position. So Grady has to work later on. Maybe he's got to run up to Montreal if he can tuck in nicely. But some great work here from Connor Grady. He is doing an absolutely sensational job. 
Here's Alex Tate and Cameron Pugh. They're about to start the run for 10th position. Dad's giving Alex Tate loads of encouragement. Keep pushing, keep pushing. Bit of a scruffy lap, unfortunately, for Tate. It's not easy at the far end of the circuit, and there is moisture going down on the far side of the circuit, I believe. So it's not so easy now. There's Edwards, just heading up towards Hamilton in third position. Fourth place for Sikanda, who's uh, sorry, fifth place for Sikanda Hussein, trying to chase down uh, Elliot Wilson. Hussein, Quinn, and then comes Connor Grady in uh, seventh position, still pushing the back of Ronan Quinn. Morocco in eighth, Lewis Kent ninth from Tate and Pugh. I wonder what's happened to Carlita Morocco in the last couple of laps. I'm still a little bit perplexed as to what happened on the second row of the grid because Carlita Morocco was definitely third in qualifying. I would not be surprised if the, if, if the stewards want to have a word with Nathan Edwards at the end of this race because he was supposed to line up in third position on the starting grid, quite definitely. Well, we'll uh, come back to that as soon as we can and uh, figure out what the uh, outcrop from that incident is. But uh, anyway, here's Higgs, your leader. Thompson in second position. Closing him down, but I don't think he's closing him down fast enough. Three and a half minutes to go, so I would say there's two laps left of this race. And it looks as though it's going to be a jam spot one-two for Michael Higgs and Aaron Thompson. I'm not sure Thompson is going to be fast enough to give that lead any more of a serious nudge. Higgs pushing on down the straight. He's not given up. Two to go. Thompson close into the pit wall. The gap is a lot slower this time, a 220.7 on the last lap. So a very strong charge there from Thompson. I know what Aaron Thompson wants to do. He wants to get the lap record here. He is trying for it, and he's definitely got a lot of time out of Higgs the last time round. Higgs did a 222.1 compared to Thompson on a 2.27. So Thompson is definitely closing in. The gap down to 4.4 seconds, but with two laps to go, I don't think that's quite going to be enough to win the race. It needs a mistake from Higgs, really, to get this race won for Thompson but it's definitely still going to be a good charge he has a nine point advantage at the moment and uh, that's going to give Thompson uh, a big smile on his face to know that he can fight his way back to second place even with those problems on the first lap but just imagine where he'd have finished if he hadn't had those difficulties he could easily have won the whole thing Thompson still pushing out of Agostini and down the stretch through Hamilton and it looks as though it's going to be these two, Thompson and Higgs, that will write the story of the season. But uh, it's a definite message to the championship leader, Aaron Thompson, here being told by Michael Higgs, I'm not done yet, matey boy. You may have had Silverstone, but Snedderton's mine. And he is pushing for it. Great result coming up then for Michael Higgs as he works his craft out in front. Absolutely sensational driving in this race. He's worked very hard indeed out there. So too, incidentally, has Elliot Wilson in the 22. Fourth position at the moment in front of Sikanda Hussein. There's another kid who's done well here today. Fifth position after the uh, disappointments of Silverstone. He put in some cracking racing uh, last time out. Now they've got a brand new car rebuilt for him. And uh, he's uh, doing a great job well inside the top six. Uh, uh, Ronan Quinn is actually uh, giving a, a real battle here to Connor. Uh, to Connor Grady 
So Ronan Quinn in uh, sixth position. It wasn't always going to be easy for him to hold off the challenge, but he's giving it. Aaron Thompson lights ablaze. He wants to try and get inside Michael Higgs' head here with one lap to go here in the Fiesta Juniors. Less than a minute to go, so surely this is going to be the last lap. Michael Higgs pushing on, but Thompson is definitely catching him now. The gap is visibly smaller. Higgs does a 221.4. Thompson a 220.8. The gap down to 3.8. It's still not going to be good enough to take the victory for Thompson. But we've got a last lap battle on the run here by the look of it because Hussein, Quinn and Grady are very, very close together this time. Wilson in fourth position. Here comes the battle for fifth and it's a three-car scrap. Hussein, Quinn and Grady, a magnificent scrap as they head down to Riches. Grady goes into the final lap on the outside line of Riches and he looks to the outside. Can he get past Quinn this time? No, Quinn holds the inside line. And into the pits comes Morocco. Carlita Morocco in the pits. So whatever it was that's been slowing him up, it's obviously been a major issue. That is such a shame. Carlita Morocco was doing so well. And he was looking so strong in qualifying. He should have been third on the grid. And uh, now he's in the pits with technical difficulties. That is a shame. Pugh is there. Alex Tate, they're still going. Mum and Dad giving him lots of uh, hand signals as he goes by. I think they're monitoring lap times. They know that this season is a building year for Tate. And he's done a 2.29.7 on the last lap, so he's well within two and a half minutes. That was his target for here at Snetterton. It's not easy when, uh, you know, this is a young chap who has muscular dystrophy and uh, he has, uh, he's still... Uh, sorry, uh, Dysotonic, I think it is, uh, he has my apologies. He'll tell me in a minute anyway when he gets out of the car. But uh, considering he's a chap who has uh, quite a considerable disability, he is doing an absolutely fantastic job out there. Morocco going back out on circuit to finish the race. That is a professional job from Morocco. Such a shame when uh, he was on row two. He's had some technical difficulties and now he's going to have to finish the race in uh, dead last. But uh, he's doing what a racing driver should do, which is never, ever give up. He keeps on going to the bitter end. Meanwhile, Thompson still gunning for this lap record. His best is a 220.729, so he's very close to it. He just needs that little tenth of a second more. The checkered flag is coming out this time. Thompson's done his best, but he's not going to beat his teammate this time. It's going to be Michael Higgs who takes his first win of the 2015 season. Jamsport will be happy. It's one and two for the team. They are delighted, and Michael Higgs is a winner, and he is absolutely elated. Thompson is second, and he's pretty happy about that one as well. They both do a 221 at the end of it. Oh, there's an absolutely fantastic scrap for fourth, fifth position as Edwards gets third, and he's happy about that. Brilliant to see the top three in such jubilation. Here comes Elio Wilson in fourth place. He's done a fantastic job as well. Great try from Wilson. But who's going to be fifth? It's a three-way tussle. Hussein, Quinn and Grady. Grady's going for it down the straight. Grady's going to get it. Hussein is fifth. Grady sixth. Just gets Quinn on the line. And Quinn bangs his hands on the steering wheel in frustration. No, no, no. I could have got him. Lewis Kent in eighth position. Good try from him considering... Ninth position is going to be Cameron Pugh, and he's working hard. Not bad considering he ended up in the wall at the end of the uh, first couple of hundred metres of the race. But uh, he continues on to ninth position. So a good fight back then from Cameron Pugh. Ninth place for him, and he's worked hard to get there. But uh, huge cheers go up for Specialised Motorsport as well because their boy Alex Tate is going to come through for 10th position. A good job for him and he's worked very hard indeed for that. 
he'll be happy just to bring it home. Tate comes home at the end of a very difficult race and it's going to be Carlito Morocco hopefully who comes through in uh, 11th position yeah there is Morocco he is coming home so it's good to see that all 11 cars out there are going to make the flag in uh, fine style so uh, good job then from Carlito Morocco such a frustration for him he should have been in the top three really after his qualifying performances uh, yesterday but Morocco is going to come through regardless anyway in 11th place he worked very hard indeed and he's brought it home no problem there for Morocco in the end so, an amazing race then, and it's Michael Higgs who gets his first win of the 2015 season, and that boy, he's going to be so happy with it. Second place, Aaron Thompson, he looked pretty happy as well after what he thought was probably going to be a race-ending problem on the first lap. Uh, second position for him, third place, is going to be a very, very happy Nathan Edwards, and he'll be delighted with that performance. Elliot Wilson, too, looked pretty chuffed with fourth place. They all did a fantastic job in that uh, first race of the day here at Snetterton, and it's uh, a change in the form book a little bit from Silverstone, because it was Aaron Thompson all the way, and Thompson was definitely gunning for that lap record, which we know he wants here at Snetterton, he's absolutely determined to make that lap record his own this weekend, uh, he seems to have a bit of a pride thing when it comes to uh, speed, he likes to be the lap record holder at as many circuits as he possibly can but uh, he's going to be happy with second place, the team have worked very hard there today and Higgs has got a great uh, victory under his belt it's a 1-2 again for Jamsport, but this time the role is reversed. The message then is to Aaron Thompson, you're not going to win it every time, mate. You're going to have to work tooth and nail to get this championship won. And that has reduced uh, Thompson's lead in the championship a little bit too. So uh, Michael Higgs definitely getting his championship title off to a cracking start then. And it's going to be an absolutely fantastic uh, performance for them. Great work as well for uh, uh, some of the drivers in the lower positions. We should mention the likes of Elliot Wilson and Sikander Hussein. They did a great job in uh, fourth and fifth place too. Here is your winner then, Michael Higgs. Absolutely fantastic display and he looks pretty happy with it. Engine off, uh, Aaron Thompson in behind him in second place. And uh, it looks as though the boys seem pretty happy with it. Nathan Edwards in third position. And how about that then? Look, the boys. The boys. Absolutely delighted. Higgs and Thompson. Now that is pure teamwork. They are absolutely delighted. They hug with Julianne Bates, the championship coordinator. And absolutely delighted. First and second place. Julianne Bates uh, giving a huge thumbs up to uh, Grady. And a huge well done as well as Aaron Thompson goes and embraces third place Nathan Edwards. These guys are such good friends. They are like a family these drivers here and they've done an absolutely sensational job Michael Higgs let's have a chat with the winner Michael that was not easy but you made it look it well I just got a brilliant start you know there was a little bit of contact with Aaron and some of the other boys off the start and that just let me get my lead and then I saw Aaron I think he dropped back to about ninth and the kids got the pace on him and he managed to just pick his way up through at the field I saw him get past Nathan and he just drove such a steady race to sort of gain on me I'm just glad we got a jam sort one two Really happy. Well, this is an important race win for you as well because it really kickstarts your championship attack as well. It looks as though the fight's on from here. Yeah, so I heard Aaron getting both wins on the Silverstone race. So it's my chance to try and gain some points back on him. Well, it's a fantastic performance from you, Michael. Well done. Congratulations. Great victory. Cheers. Thank you. So Michael Higgs gets the win. In second position, what a drive back from the uh, 41 of Aaron Thompson. He looks uh, exhausted. A fight back to second place and very nearly a new lap record as well in that one. Well done. I know. Lap record's been mine on the second one. Don't you worry. I'm coming for that one as well. <laughs> I knew you'd say that. <laughs> but uh, No, I say... 
what a cock up of the start. I mean, me and Nathan come together and I, uh, Nathan went through the air and caused a lot of damage on my car, caused the rub on my rear tyre. So I lost a lot of power. So coming down the back straight, everyone's just overtaking me. I think I dropped back to eighth. Fought through back to second, then catching Mark at right and not towards the end. I think give it five more minutes, that race would have been mine. So you're ready for the second race then, obviously, but uh, it's uh, an interesting dynamic to the season then. It's not going to be so easy for you, perhaps? No, it's not going to be easy, but I think we set the fastest lap. I mean, a good thing for us this weekend is my dad on Thursday went in for a heart operation. So it's been a very big uh, emotional weekend. I mean, my dad was, for the past eight years, my dad's mechanics on my carts and my race cars, and it's the first weekend where he hasn't. And I, I felt like, even qualified second, I felt like I let him down in qualifying. But to drop back to eighth and come through to second, I've never had a more emotional race in my life. Fantastic job, buddy. Really, really pleased for you. Well done. Go and get the win in the second. Cheers. Good job for Aaron Thompson. And we should uh, say a big congratulations, too, to the man in uh, third position as well, uh, Nathan Edwards. We'll have a chat to him in a moment as well. But Michael Higgs on the top step of the podium. A fantastic performance from, Na- from uh, Michael Higgs in second place. A very emotional Aaron Thompson in second position. And the team are so delighted. These two are great friends as well as great rivals. And that's what's great to see. And in third position, a very, very happy Nathan Edwards. It's great to see such a jubilant top three on the uh, podium and they, that's what I love about this championship they're not just racers they're family these guys they absolutely love each other they're brilliant uh, friends and comrades out there on the circuit uh, Higgsy and Thompson very very happy one too for Jamsport let's have a word quickly with the man in third place Nathan Edwards you look absolutely exhausted and delighted with that third place I'm so happy we worked so hard all season to get third I can't thank the team down as much as because he got me a fantastic car my family as well my sponsors National Car Cleaning Sean Vehicle Auctions have all done such a fantastic job for me and I'm so happy to finally get it because we worked so hard over the winter last year and this year to get podium we finally did it. Well, Silverstone, the weekend looked pretty humdrum in terms of the racing. Here at uh, Snetterton, it looks like, you know, you're all on it. Yeah, we, uh, and uh, Silverstone was so tough, you know, it was really hard to get a podium. I think we could have got a podium there, but we didn't. And that was the focus this weekend. We had to try really hard to get where we were. We weren't that quick in qualifying. It wasn't best driving qualifying, but we got a good start in the end. There was a bit of contact with Aaron, which I'm sorry about. But, yeah, we raced hard. We were second for a bit, but I wasn't quick enough to keep up with Aaron and Michael. Um, but yeah, so happy to get third. And that's the thing, you know, there was contact between the two of you, but you guys, you know, you're men, you know, you're willing to accept when one's wrong and one's the other, and you're mates about it. Yeah, well, we're about, like, our best mates, because we won a lot of these, so, uh, after Silverton, so yeah. No, he's, uh, he's, he's taking it nicely, and he comes second in the end, so it's not too bad, it's one-two for the team. Um, and yeah, for Daniel's mates, I'm so happy as well, because we haven't got the best drivers this year, but yeah, we 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 were cooking the end. You can't say that anymore because you did get third place, so now you can say, you know, you're good enough to do it. Yeah, sort of, yeah. <laughs> really getting on because last season they were, we were at the front. Obviously, Joey won the championship, and uh, yeah, what, I just tried to carry on where he's left off, really. <laughs> Well, it's good to talk to you, Nathan. Fantastic job. Third position, well done. Fantastic job. Thanks, man, very much. So there we go, a top three. Very, very proud indeed. All three drivers on the top steps of the podium there. Michael Higgs, Aaron Thompson and Nathan Edwards. A fantastic top three in the Fiesta Juniors. We know we've got another race about to get underway. The Caterhams will be starting their race in just a couple of minutes' time. Don't go away. It could be now a six-car scrap for second place. Someone will go off. Someone will make contact. Wow, what a save. This is Race Day Live on Downforce Radio. The Circuit Raceway. Two amazing indoor kart tracks in one location. Book now for the corporate events, stag and hen parties, kids groups, and even those wanting to race a Grand Prix. 
Arrive and drive sessions from just £13 for 15 minutes or Grand Prix for groups from £35 per driver. Find us at Engineers Park on Babbage Road, Sandycroft in Flintshire, with an easy access to Liverpool, Manchester, Warrington, Cheshire and Shropshire. So come race with us or see if you can smash our lap record. Call now on 01244 531 652 or log on to thecircuit.co.uk. The Circuit Raceway, 900 metres of pure fun. Mission Motorsport is run by veterans, serving officers and motorsport professionals. We are appointed as the Combined Services Official Providers of Adaptive Motorsport, seeking wherever possible to merge the activities of the disabled and those in need with able-bodied servicemen and women. Appointed by the British Army Motorsports Association and operating in direct support of the defence recovery capability, Mission Motorsport provides respite, rehabilitation, recreational opportunities and training to those affected by military operations within the frame of motorsport. To support us, you can volunteer, fundraise or donate by calling 0330-338-338. Mission Motorsport. Race. Retrain. Recover. Kuayue, the latest album from Transition, the official Olympic band of Chinese Taipei. Featuring the awesome tracks Take the Night and So Far Away. And the brilliant Here I Am. Transition, the official house band for Downforce Radio. Albums available now on iTunes and online at transition.tk. Welcome back to Downforce Radio. Hi, I'm Sam Bird. I race for Virgin Racing and you're listening to Downforce Radio. The nation's motorsport station. Hi, I'm Matt Neal. You're listening to Downforce Radio. Downforce Radio. This is Race Day Live. The Avon Tyres Caterham Supersport Championship is the next race out on circuit. And after some cracking racing yesterday, it's likely to be more of the same today. Motorsport in the Caterham Motorsport fold is always close and exciting. We saw in the earlier road sport race that it can occasionally get a little bit out of hand. But we're hoping that this race is going to be more of the regular racing that we see from the Caterham Supersport Championship. A very tough group of racers this and it's going to give us some fantastic entertainment out on the Snetterton 300 circuit. Let's talk you through the grid then as the correct line up on the front of the grid. It is going to be the uh, number 16 of James Robinson who lines up on the front row of the grid in the Professional Motorsport World Expo car alongside the 85 of Clive Richards, then the 46 of Stephen Nuttall alongside the 8 of Danny Killeen. The 18 is next of Philip Jenkins alongside the 77 of Christopher Wright. Then it is the 6 and the 19 of Nick Powell and Alastair Weaver with the 65 of Tony Mingoya alongside the 4 of Richard Nordhoff. Then we have the 88 in behind, that is Nick Portlock alongside the 26 of Roy Gray and then the 81 and the 9 alongside each other, Albert Vela and, uh, no sorry, that's not the 9 I make out, yes it is the 9, my apologies. So uh, the drivers still very close indeed together. We'll look in the lower positions as the final cars line up on the starting grid for this uh, third race of the day and the ninth of the weekend for the Avon Tires Caterham.